Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans, by fans. Hey, NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks with the Fantastic Two. That is myself. And my man on the other side, Mr. Front Row Kenny. Kenny, before you say anything, let me tell you what a weekend. I mean, you know, uh, I'm not even going to say anything up until this point of starting into the NASCAR talk. But but it, it's, it's so funny how you go from excitement to just such positive energy to, you know, really just a, a, a smack in the face by life itself. And, you know, we sit here looking in the mirror and, and, and complaining sometimes about uh, about a bad day and nothing can hit you harder than the, the, the circle of life, Kenny. Yeah, no doubt. It was a very somber uh, mood as we end the season. Obviously, if you have not heard the news yet, on Sunday, Coy Gibbs, uh, father of Ty Gibbs and son of Joe Gibbs, passed away in his sleep. There's no other details at this time of the recording of this podcast, but it was a very unfortunate situation. Obviously, Ty won the championship on Saturday night, and he was there as well, and you know, it's just really tough, definitely thinking about the Gibbs family for sure yep. and everyone involved. But, yeah, it's just a, a tough circumstance. Like, you know, even Joey Logano, who was our new champion, said the same thing. You know, it was like very, you know, a very somber mood and feeling towards this entire thing because obviously he, you know, was at Gibbs for one yeah. point in his, yeah. in his career. So, yeah, it's just tough. But like I said, you know, heart goes out to um, the entire Gibbs family and it was great to see everyone rally around and you know be more of a positive light like yeah. you know drop all the racing stuff outside of that, it that and, was you know, awesome to see kenny you're right about picture. that that was really awesome and how you know the entire nascar world and the nascar family came together um to really, really kind of uh, throw their support to you know Joe Gibbs and and that entire family. Y- you know this is this is what I love about NASCAR too is you know when something like this happens, Kenny. It's so wonderful to see not just uh, the drivers and their teams and their families, but but to see uh, you know NASCAR fans and their families uh, really come together and and show their support when when something like this happens. It's it's a great feeling. Yeah, no, no doubt. I mean, that's one thing I think um, a lot of people really do enjoy about the sport and, you know, working around people like that. It's really a rally together type situation. And that's what people did this weekend from everyone over at, you know, 23XI and company and, you know, colleague helping out and getting a seat fitted for uh, Hamrick in the car and getting all that stuff Mm -hmm. done, you know, very last minute moments. And, you know, also granted, Hamrick is not a uh, Toyota driver for one and they still were able to you know accommodate and make that happen and you know everyone was there in case y'all also don't know on the 20 his nephew was a I believe he's a tire changer for the 20 yeah. so that, you know that's you know definitely real tough it's you know it just sucks obviously to hear that especially from a family that's been around NASCAR for quite some time and you know has definitely invested a ton of their lifetime and a ton of you know their money into the sport and staying around in it so you know i know he was a a huge piece in the you know in the joe gibbs racing in general so yeah it's just a a real tough loss for the community no doubt about it 
Well, you know, the, the and the and the one thing that really makes it tough too is like you know usually you can have you know some sort of way to keep yourself busy and keep your mind busy you know with with more racing and stuff like that. But it's it's the end of the season, and this was the last race, and so now you have all this just time. And and that's what that that's what really really sucks to be honest. There's no other way to put it, you know. I'm sure you know Joe Gibbs and his family probably would love to you know have more races that are, are some kind of way to keep themselves busy. I'm sure that they will find a way, you know what I mean. But but you know to cut to to know that we're at the end of the season and that was the last race. I I, I can't even imagine you know what the family is 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 going through or what is going to go through at this point. You know, Kenny, <clears throat> I will say this. You know, you know, this being the last race, you know, I was kind of really excited about it, really excited to watch it and stuff. And and, and to be honest with you, I, I, I it was so crazy because I was so wrapped up into that World Series because, you know, you know, the Astros were still in it and they're 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 playing just a a. a Man, a hard-nosed Philadelphia Phillies team, man. I, God, dog, that 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 whole entire series was giving me a heart attack. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, no but, doubt. But, but a shout out to my Astros and the whole entire city of Houston. I mean, I, I, and and I know, I'm, you know, I've already been hearing it and I've already been reading it through all social media and and text messages. You know, cheaters and cheater this. And I'm gonna be honest with you, Kenny. I can't wait for everybody to find out how we cheated this year because. You, it, it's gonna blow, it's gonna blow your mind to find out. <laughs> and in, in any case, that was literally my weekend. I was I was working and then just trying to stay. Listen, just by and just to throw this in there, Kenny, I didn't watch one game throughout the entire playoffs that the Astros were playing, and and I only watched two games the entire playoffs. And those two games that I watched, Kenny, those are the two that they lost. So uh, I-, I told myself, and my family told me, <laughs> don't watch another game for the rest of the series. <laughs> and you know what? That's what I did, and they won. So I just wanted to kind of throw that in there. But that that was the extent of my weekend. Kenny, how did your weekend play out? I will say shout-out to the Astros and shout-out to Dusty Baker mainly. Really, that's what I was looking yeah. for the entire time. I really was happy to see that. And I, Actually, a friend of mine, Sydney, who is – been a great part of my career for sure and helped me out a ton when I was working in NASCAR. Her uncle is actually Dusty Baker, so you know, big shout out to her. Oh, really? And you know, wow. I'm sure she's real happy about that. But yeah, it was cool to see that because I did watch, you know, some of the games. I didn't get a chance to watch every single World Series game, but it was very entertaining. It was a, a very entertaining series by by default. Yeah, like I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. But this past weekend I really didn't do much and I was happy to do so. I really was trying to wind down for a little bit and you know just take it take a little bit of a step back as we get ready to approach the holiday season. Um, I know I'll be plenty busy by that point. You know, Thanksgiving's coming up, which is going to be great because I love food. Um, But, yeah, so, yeah, my weekend wasn't um, out of this world. But, of course, like, obviously I watched all the races this weekend, and they were really entertaining. And I guess that's actually a perfect – segue to talk about the champions obviously we talked about ty gibbs and he won his championship in the xfinity series you know in quite a dramatic fashion it was a pretty crazy between the jrm cars versus um ty gibbs in the lonesome toyota 
it seemed like there was going to be a moment where they might have had a chance to, you know, get into each other and wreck each other, but it didn't go yeah. down that way. And so it was actually a really, really good Xfinity Series race. I was definitely tweeting about it as it was live, and it was it was really fun. Like, it was just a, I, I don't know, the Xfinity Series, I know some people might might think a, a different way about this, given the fact this podcast, we talk about Cup all the time. I personally yeah. have thought the Xfinity series has put on a really great show in terms of like just the on-track product. It's just very raw. The drivers are really obviously very talented in their own right, but it they just do a really good job and it just really shakes down to good racing and it, you know, Phoenix hasn't really been the greatest place in the world. I'm still wish it was Homestead as a champion championship race, but it's no longer. Yeah, I'm sucks. right there with you too, Ken. I, 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 yeah, I miss Homestead myself. Yeah, I miss Homestead because it was a track where you go to. There's really no notebook because you only go once a year. Unless you've been in that championship situation where you're ready to race in that title, you really don't know what you you know what you're going into, so to speak. But you know, just a great half mile track in itself. But also on Friday with the truck series, uh, Zane Smith captured his championship. I low key was rooting for Ben Rhodes after his interview last year when he was he was a little hammered after he had a couple drinks. But his interview was like <laughs> lovely. He kept talking about his wife and how he loved his wife and enjoyed his wife. It was cool. It was funny, and I, I really liked that. That's actually super dope. Yeah, no, Ben Rhodes seems like a super cool guy. So you know, it was a tougher to see him not win it. But it was also a pretty entertaining truck race on Friday night. So it was very late. But I stayed up to watch it, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. You know, so yeah, it was a, a very good championship weekend in terms yeah. of you know the racing from the two lower series, I guess you might want to call them. <laughs> but you know, I, I well, still love them to death. Yeah, you know, Kenny, but but I I called it. I, you know, I called it. You know, <laughs> as as we were doing our Phoenix predictions last week, and and. I don't exactly remember what I said, but I know I said it right when we were ending that podcast. I, I under my breath, y'all can go back and listen to it. I literally said under my breath, I was like, "Don't be surprised if Joy's ass come out and and end up winning this damn race." You I, did I, say I, that, man. I just because I, I know Joey, Joey is Joey, and the damn twenty two is always there. I've been saying it all year. I've been saying it all season. That, what, I, I, he's just there. Which is so crazy because, <laughs> you know, I probably should have just went ahead and picked him, like, back in February because for some reason. Yeah, exactly. A, I should have just put my money down in Vegas. I should have already done it. who wins the race. Like, he wins the inaugural race of whatever racetrack it is. He won the first race at Gateway in the Cup Series. Yeah. He won the Clash, right? Like, you know, things like that. He has a knack to win the first of something and this was the first championship won in the next gen car so there you have it not necessarily the most um uh dramatic finish to the season like how we had at martinsville with ross chastain's insane move right Um, but yeah no joey logano was very composed and i think i may have a clip if i do still have that clip i may put it in here but you know he talked about going into the weekend early during media day that he was very confident about his team and you know them getting into the championship four was just you know the beginning it wasn't their end goal yeah. their end goal was to make sure they had the trophy obviously they have done that and also they have given roger penske the double literally he has the double in terms of winning the indycar championship and the nascar championship in the same exact season so he has now done that after 30 something years in the sport he has finally done it which is insane to say but you would have thought he had already done it before but 
either way, it was, you know, a match made in heaven. I mean, it was a, the, the yeah. car the car looked good all weekend, and it was strong throughout the race. Even his teammate, Ryan Blaney, who we'll talk about a little bit later, yeah. you know, had a strong car as well. But, you know, that 22 car looked very strong from the get-go. Every time it got out to the lead, it just looked like he was gone. Like, there seemed yeah. to be – there had to have been a mistake. Like, it had there have been a big-time mistake from the 22 or something like, you know, a wreck or something that's, you know, completely out of their control just to win that championship. But, no, it was well-earned for sure. Like, he took care of business with no problem. Like, Yeah, you, you know, you, you know I, I'll be honest with you. You know, once, once Elliot went down, you know, I was like – I was kind of a little pissed, but a little bit of my, my – air in my balloon kind of went out to be honest with you but i you know <laughs> and and just to just to touch on that whole incident you know I, you know because I, I went back and i was trying to listen to the radios and uh, see what both cars were saying and I, in a way like like i was listening to dale jr kind of explain it the way i guess he was looking at it you know but uh, and i could kind of understand you know from chase's point of view you're like well you know uh, you know th- th- that was my spot and you know may- maybe elliot was a little pissed that you know ross didn't give him a little bit of you know leeway there you know or give him a break of some sort but you know i get it man you know those guys are are, are you know both uh you know, going for a championship, and and I and I get it. He didn't live. Uh, I mean, I don't blame him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I mean, I it's kind of hard. Him. It's kind of hard to be to to be angry at Ross. I mean, it just you know, it's just like God, dog, this guy. Where once again, Ross Chastain. Hey, I mean, look, <laughs> it, it's it's kind of funny though, because someone was like, "Well, you know, all those fans he ended up gaining over the time. I'm sure there are a ton of people, especially in the state oh, of Georgia, yeah. um, that are not very happy with Ross Chastain. But you know, at the same token." Look, it's just what it is. It was a racing incident. It, to me, in this situation, I don't think that was very purposeful. Restarts at Phoenix are very crazy, as it is, obviously, in yeah. the past couple years with the reconfiguration, which still trips me out to this day, is the dog leg. And there are four and five wide going through the dog leg every single time on a restart. So a lot of things can happen. And when you get the jump, you get the jump. And if someone doesn't go, a lot of times it has ended up with somebody just like in Chase Elliott's situation. So... Yeah, it was tough. I mean, I know he was a little unhappy. I mean, even when he got around Ross Chastain, he didn't wreck him, but he gave him a little bit of a hard time to actually pass (laughs) him. So, you know, it was was tough. I I didn't think Chase was the one to – I didn't really have that much confidence in him winning. That's why he was more so a dark horse pick for me or or my alternative. I, I felt like they had a good season. But, again, I've said it countless times on the podcast over the last few years. It's just that in this format. It always seems to be the one you're not really exactly expecting to take home the championship. Like, it's always that one that's not really there. Like, I know, look, Chase Elliott won five races. Joey Logano got his fourth and final for the 2022 season. But, yeah, you know, it wasn't like he was dominating. He didn't dominate, and really no one did, given the fact that we had 19-something-odd different winners this year. But at the same time, I just didn't feel like Joey was, like, the most dominant person. However, even just like his teammate, Brian Blaney, who almost got to the championship four without a race, was just the level of consistency. Like, Joey was very consistent the entire season. I I mean, look— only four DNFs the whole year, 11 top fives and 17 top tens, and obviously four wins to boot. I mean, the the car, he was there, the car was there, X, X Y, and Z. But, yeah, they looked 
relatively consistent all year long and sometimes that's what you have to do in this format I mean you can sometimes you can get away with it obviously it's very unpredictable and sometimes you can have a year where if someone wins 10 races yes they're liable not to win a championship still as dumb as that might sound it's just the way it is right now so um yeah Joey Logano he did it Yeah, I know. You know, Kenny, and, and, and if, you know, let's just go ahead and run down the top 10 there of the final race here. Uh, why don't you go ahead and run that down for us? That's crazy. We are really talking about the final race um, final I know. <laughs> of the year. So, yeah, Joey Logano obviously won the race, and he is your 2022 NASCAR Cup Series champion. Second was Ryan Blaney, who was not very happy at the end, at the end of the race with his post-race interview. He was very... Like, look, I had a great car. We didn't win the race. And as he told the reporter, he was like, man, look. And he's like, that's a dumb question, which I don't really, which I really don't, I won't give the reporter crap for that one. I'm like, he just, (laughs) he might have had someone tell him in his ear and he had to ask the question. So, you know, it is what it is. But also when you're high and you're in the moment, you not really thinking. I probably would have said the same thing. I'm like, bro, I didn't win the game. Like, I didn't win the race either. I wouldn't care. Well, I'm like <laughs> the the moment he asked Ryan that question, I went Oop. <laughs> and, and I was like, "Oh my god, here it comes!" Look, like, it's like, yeah, I scored fifty, but we didn't win the game. Like, yeah, it, it exactly. It's just like, okay, yeah, sure, I had a great game, but I didn't win, so it doesn't really right? feel that way. Which I think oh, is a good god. thing for him. Um, I'm sure it's been a little frustrating for him this year because there's been a lot of times where at twelve has been very good. Whether a pit stop is the problem or something or getting caught up in someone else's mess it's just been a rough year and I think this is the first year actually in Blaney's career where he actually doesn't have a win in the season so you know kind of tough on that front I'm sure that's a you know bit of a harder pill to swallow in this situation but yeah I think a very solid year for them um they were super super duper consistent so we'll see what's in store for them next year but solid performance at Phoenix and just didn't get it done unfortunately in the win column I feel like you know obviously there were some team order aspect in that because i felt like that 12 car was faster than the 22 you know second place in that situation could have got him a win regardless yeah well how, how many how many laps did ryan blaney lead Cause, I, I think know he led like 100 a something i forget the exact yeah. number but yeah he led about 100 something laps but yeah the car was very strong all day long um yeah. but yeah so there goes uh mr second place this time i know he wasn't happy but uh third was ross chastain who definitely has gained um Uber amount of fans lost a few on Sunday due to him and Chase, but otherwise, you know, he there was a picture of him on Friday, and he was you know walking around the track like he normally does. I believe you can see him walking around pretty frequently, but you know now he really kind of can't do that given the you know yeah, hell, given what happened with Hell Melon and that whole situation. It's kind of hard for him to walk around like that, but yeah, very excellent season from him and Trackhouse. I mean, they really don't have anything to be disappointed by i mean nope three wins as a as a team this year as what going into their second year and then onto this new car i think they can hang their heads high they've got very strong drivers in ross chastain and daniel suarez so a pretty stout team for track house and a pretty stout you know debut next gen year so I think that's the good in what they've done so far. So, yeah, Ross Chastain does not get it done, falls short. He seemed like in a couple moments where he just needed more time and Lagana was in clean air. And once you're at clean air at Phoenix, you're pretty much gone. It's kind of hard to catch people there yeah. due to that. But 
Either way, a very good season for them. I'm sure he has absolutely nothing to be disappointed about. I think he had a quote saying, like, you know, look, if if I didn't get a chance to drive again, I know I had a great time doing it, which is well, incredible. Well, I mean, you know, the, the thing, too, Kenny, is, I mean, if you go back and look at the beginning of the season, I mean, I, I don't even think, you know, people even had them really expected much out of any of them th- th- this year um, you know i think maybe they were probably more looking maybe 2023 when when they they could really start popping off but i mean i think you're right i think they over exceeded and you know and what they, what they did this year i mean I, I, come on i mean what the, you're absolutely right there's no reason for them to be disappointed by any means now i, I mean you always want to win and when you get to you know when you get down to the final racing you're in and you have the opportunity to you you know, race for that championship. It, it's always disappointing, but my goodness, yeah, it, I, I think you hit it right on the head. Just, I mean, look at all the things that they accomplished this year, and even Daniel Suarez getting his first win. I mean, come on, man. You know, those 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 guys should definitely, you know, hang their heads high. You know, and 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 go into this off season definitely looking forward to 2023. That's for sure. Yeah, no, I agree 100. percent They look great, so that's a great season to go that far. Have both your cars in the playoffs. Like that, it's pretty solid. Chase Briscoe, who won in the spring at Phoenix, which is crazy, but he had another good run, finished fourth. Um, had a very good, strong playoff run for himself, like very, very strong year. So definitely a up year in that sense for uh, for Stuart Haas in that 14 car. Actually, his teammate, uh, Kevin Harvick, came home in fifth. Sixth was William Byron. Seventh was Kyle Busch, who will also be in his, that was his last race as a JGR driver, which is insane to say. He has been a driver in JGR since I was a kid. Um, Last 15 years, legitimately, he's been in that car. Obviously, we all know he was at Hendrick at one point in time during his career very early when he was very young and learning quite a bit. So it's like a bittersweet moment. And I don't think I've ever seen Kyle Busch like choked up like that, like ever. And there was an interview of him talking to a couple people about, you know, the last moments with some of these teammates and some of these people you work with, like working with a set of people for 15 years. I know that has got to be something. I mean, I've had the feeling even for people I've worked with for, you know, a shorter amount of time. I can't imagine 15 something years. But yes, I mean, it's an incredible moment in its own way but it's a crazy end to an era and nobody would have ever thought it was ever going to go down like that like it was just in my eyes Ab- when it happened absolutely initially not. like you, you, i just yeah, didn't think I, so i don't i don't mean to cut you off kenny but yeah you, i i i agree as well i mean you know you you never there's just certain things that you look to see playing out the way it's supposed that you think it's supposed to be played out and kyle bush you know staying there for the rest of his career is exactly what i'm sure we all thought was going to (laughs) happen i didn't see this playing out the way it did at all no and it's going to be so weird come next year and i mean kyle bush said it himself you know as as this you know season ends you know this is this is a very tough thing you know knowing that this is the last race at at you know Joe Gibbs and it, I don't know, man. It's just weird. It is going to be a weird feeling. M&M's also, that is their last race. They will no longer be or Mars Candy. They won't be on the car anymore. So it's going to be very weird because a lot of people 
I know no are you know know that car and are synonymous yeah. with that literally it's, because it's going to be very it's, it's going to be very weird when I walk up to the vending machine and get <laughs> and not get M and M's or Snickers. <laughs> yeah, man, it's a, it's a strange thing. I never would have thought they were going to end. And when the talks began about him possibly being a free agent and not coming back to JGR, my initial thought was they should be able to get something together. And have something work out. But as time moved along and as many things I heard from different people, it seemed like it wasn't going to happen that way. And then finally we got the full announcement. And then it also just expedited Tyler Reddick, who also is in his last race at RCR where Kyle Busch is going. But he'll be in his car. So, you know, now Tyler Reddick will be at 23XI and he'll replace a Kurt Busch, who obviously will not be returning to full-time racing. But he does want to do yeah. a few other things. But, yeah, it's just been a... It's been a whirlwind with that whole thing happening, and man, it's just you know quite an end of an era. We have a few more we'll talk about as we go, but yeah, it's just insane. And eighth was his teammate Denny Hamlin. Ninth was Kyle Larson, and to round out the top ten, Christopher Bell, who was still a very simple surprise championship contender. Yeah, he kept fighting. I mean. He won his way in via the role at first to get to the next round of the playoffs mm-hmm. after getting wrecked in that wreck between Kyle Larson and Bubba just as yeah. an innocent bystander. And so he had to literally win his way in, and he did. Then the next round, it was a lot of the same, and he actually won his way in at Martinsville, even though he was not the main topic because of Ross Chastain. But, yeah, quite a resilient year for him. I mean, I think he's definitely got a ton of talent. Actually, I think a lot of people don't give him enough credit at times because he was a driver who used to, you know, whoop somebody else in dirt racing at the Chili Bowl. Because <laughs> a lot of people yeah. won't talk about it, but yes, Christopher Bell was a very solid, is very still is a very solid dirt racer. But he was also one of the best at the Chili Bowl. Won it a couple times, even before Kyle Larson, who some people don't even it put the two in the same conversation at times. But yeah, you know it. It's it says a lot. And I think, you know, I think he's gained a ton of confidence working with that team. And it seems like things are starting to, you know, obviously, you know, go his way. I think it would have been a great story, obviously, if that 20 car ended up winning oh, and having man. JGR yeah. win that championship. And even Christopher Bell, after, you know, after the race talked about it, he's like, you know, it's a tough feeling, not even just because, you know, it's it's the race. Like he had said, you know, it is bigger than racing, obviously. I'm not going to harp on it too much, but it's true in what he said when it comes to that because it's just like, man, that's just tough, especially within the organization. Those organizations are like family. Like, I, and, I yeah, under, and I understand that. I, I really do understand that. So um, definitely a tough uh, day for him. Didn't exactly go out the way it seemed like it could have went for him. But yeah. either, either way, a very solid season for the 20. I'm sure they've are going to take that momentum and roll on to the off season. And I would not expect, I wouldn't be surprised if they come back with a whole lot more confidence. Oh, absolutely. Hopefully absolutely. taking Joey's style of confidence that he's had going into yeah. the weekend. So exactly. Um, well, I mean, well, well, speaking on that time, uh, on that topic specifically of going forward, what I thought was interesting too, Kenny was Steve Phelps that he was thrilled with the direction that NASCAR was going. I have to agree with him in, in that sense. And I, and I, and I, but I will say this, I know from from just things that have happened, you know, especially towards the end of the, the season, there were a lot of people who were really turned off just because of certain incidences and situations that got, had gone on. But, you know, you know, they, they 
and I read this all on social media and stuff like that. And this is just tough. Like we've said before on this podcast, you know, it's tough, you know, because you got to bite your tongue and you want to respond to idiots, but you realize, all right, I'll, I'll be sitting here for, for years trying to respond and have an argument with probably a a, a Twitter account that's, that really isn't even, uh, nobody is probably just a bot you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i mean it's a you know it's a ton of that it's definitely you know positives that came from the season in terms of the next gen car there were also negatives obviously there were just blanket and the one that sticks out the most is obviously the safety factor the rear ends yeah. of these cars is a big big deal they they were not and i don't know how much they are now currently but it's apparently it's being worked on um, going on to next year, but that itself was a big point to the reason why we've had Kurt Busch out. Cody Ware was out for a significant amount of time. Who I was going to also forgot to mention was also Alex Bowman came back for his final race of the season. Also, that was Greg Ives' final race as well as a crew chief. He's going to step down from from that after this year. So, you know, he was someone who got hurt and he was sidelined for about three weeks. But um, I think that's going to be a really, really important thing to get done during the off season is to make sure the rear end of these car, the rear end of these cars currently can actually crush, so these drivers aren't taking as much of an impact as they have all season. And I honestly haven't seen it like that in a long time, where these t- these injuries happen this often, or I'm often wondering if someone got hurt after a wreck you know that i've never had that thought much i've seen some crazy ones in my time you know some of the regular ones that have been putting people out and you know having people have back soreness and all these different things it's been like dang you know it's kind of shocking also mm-hmm. i think another thing that a lot of fans are hoping for and hoping there's a fix for this but short track racing the package this year was absolutely awful so hopefully that can be remedied especially given north wilkesboro being the all-star race next may so hopefully that's going to be um a really great one but you know also on top of that um the road courses were kind of so-so this year they weren't really the best but those are really the two main things it's just been crazy that the half mile tracks have been the most entertaining thing like they have got that right (laughs) um i never thought i was gonna say that but it has put on a great product it has brought some great racing um same thing with super speedway racing i don't really think that needs to be tweaked any further i just think sometimes people need to make better moves and think a little bit more but that's neither here nor there but yeah otherwise i think things are definitely on the up and it's been a you know it's been a very entertaining year it was a great fun nascar season i i must say yeah well, I'll give you my, my final thoughts on the season, Kenny, and I'm also going to agree with everything you said as far as, uh, you know, the car itself and the packages and all that stuff. You know, my other two cents is, you know, what I really liked about this season was how we got all of the different winners during the season more than we have in a very long time, and you know, I, I I think the direction of where NASCAR is going is in the right direction. And I know things happen during the season that are not old pretty or the way we want it to go or things that just happen. But if, if I think if you look at all the things that all the positive things and not harp on the 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 negative things i mean we have all of these younger drivers up and coming and just like we just talked about you know with ross chastain and and dan and daniel suarez i mean you know there's there's a fun little group there that's going to look to do bigger and better things in 2023 ryan blaney i i i 
I totally think that he's going to take it up another level next year. Just like we were talking about Christopher Bell. You know, there's another kid. I, I mean, you know, all, all of these younger drivers, you know, I see a lot of up and up and, you know, from these from these younger drivers. And, and, and even going to, even going back to the veteran drivers that we have still, Harvick and Hamlin, you know, and Logano and some of these other guys, you know, these guys are still going to make sure that, that, that they're still there too. So I think we need a little bit of both of those to keep, you know, the, the younger fans and the older fans around because I, I think there has to be some kind of easier shift into, you know, making making this just all about the younger drivers because, you know, I, 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 I honestly believe we still need the, 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 the veterans here to, you know, let us, let everybody know, hey, look, we still need these guys here on this track. You know what I mean? But in any case, you know, I, I, I thought we, we had a really good season and I'm looking forward to 2023. It certainly is kind of like what we've always talked about on this podcast, even when Tam was here. You know, it's 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 sad but exhilarating knowing that the season has come to an end, <laughs> Kenny, because it's so long. And and at one point you get so excited that it's it's to the end, and then when it is the end, you're like, well, part of you is like, oh well, is that it? Oh man. <laughs> but then, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh well. <laughs> I don't know what it is though. It's like the playoffs feel like they last an eternity. I know it's only ten races in the playoffs, but mind you, you're going from. September, Labor Day weekend, all the way down to obviously the first week of November. Even though, granted, it used to be the week before Thanksgiving. It was, it felt even longer then. But either way, yes, yeah, the season is a grind. I mean, realistically, it's about 38 weeks long when you include exhibition races and all that good stuff. So it's yeah. a it's a long year. A lot of people that work in this industry that I know, you know, are tired i'm sure they are i've lived it i'm living it still to some extent but yes it's a it's a long grind i think yeah. another thing just in general from the year i was really happy to see i mean my friend brad perez got to race multiple times this season i got to see it once in person which was really dope but the super, awesome, super proud like you know to see things like that roger caruth another another good friend of mine same thing oh, you know seeing right. him race all year long it's been really cool so you know, seeing things like that, same thing with my friends who work in the industry, whether they're photographers, social media managers, whatever you may. It's been dope to see everyone do great things and, you know, definitely hope everyone gets some rest as this upcoming holiday season comes up, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and everything else in between. Like, hopefully they get some rest because they've done great. They've done great all year. And uh, I'm sure a lot of us want to do the same and take a break and you know, just kind yeah. of decompress. You know, everyone I know that loves the sport has to have that decompression moment. Obviously, most people, when we get down to January, everyone's hyped up for Daytona as, as it approaches February and all that good stuff. So, yeah, it's been a long season, but it's been a really good year. I am racing across the board from Cup, Truck, and Xfinity. It was a just a fun year to watch racing. And I'm glad the next-gen car has delivered what a lot of us have hoped. There's some things, like we said, need to change. But, no, I've had a hell of a season. It was fun, for sure, for sure. So, Well, you know, Kenny, <laughs> I, and, I, and I know we've talked about the future of All Turns No Breaks podcast, and I know you got a lot of things going on, and I certainly have a lot of things going on. And just to let all you fans know that do listen to us, and as much as we support or as much as we appreciate your support each and every week, we, me and Kenny are going to do our best to discuss 
discuss this in the off season. And for whatever reason that we have to say goodbye to the podcast, we will definitely come on and do a, a special episode for that and to kind of explain things. But either way it goes, whether we stay or whether we whether we continue or we have to stop this podcast, we are going to do an episode and make sure that we let all of you uh, guys know exactly like what the future holds for this particular podcast. Either way it goes, Kenny, my man, it has always been a pleasure working with you each and every week. Uh, even the times, like I said, where I'm not able to come on and you hold the fort down by yourself. I can't begin to tell you of all the things that you and, and your busy schedule enough as, as enough as it is. I certainly appreciate all of that you do. And there's nothing more than 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 knowing that you are able to do that and not have to sit here and and just not do a podcast episode for that week. So I certainly, for me to you, certainly appreciate that. In any case, like I said, Kenny, if, if you have anything else to say, well, I'll <laughs> go ahead and close this out. Yeah, again, just, you know, thank you to, you know, obviously being a co-host and being along this journey. It is a long week, and like Renee has explained, you know, we both have varying schedules, living on one of us living on the East Coast, the other living on the West Coast. It can be difficult at its own rate. Thanks to thanks to all the guests that came on this this year too. Really appreciate it. I know we didn't do as much of it as we anticipated. Life happened and it just wasn't always possible. So, you know, trying to make sure we're able to accommodate people's schedules. So, you know, I was always conscious of that. That's probably why it didn't happen as often as we thought it was going to end up happening this year. But, you know, otherwise, you know, people like people like Rohan, who came on the podcast and to do that. Phil, who has been a, you know, has been a great has been a great person who's listened to the show for a long time. Clayton, thank you for listening. Patrick, who is always tweeting me and tagging me about staying hydrated. I appreciate you. I hope you do stay throughout the offseason <laughs> as well. You know, my folks that are all through a Black Interest in Motorsports Club on Clubhouse, you know, Kai, Yuri, Martha, Tanya, all y'all folks that, you know, have listened. Larry, you know, I really do appreciate it. Friends and family, thank you as well for supporting as well. It's always great to hear things from from people, especially the ones who don't really watch the sport, they tell me they enjoy it. That's really great. To so, you know, just super thankful for that. And, you know, it really does mean a lot. I did not think years ago podcasting would be going this long. I just tried it when I was in college and Lord knows when meeting Tam and Renee <laughs> through the most random circumstance. Here we are five and a half years later. So that's really as much as I want to say. It's just like, really, thank you. Thank you all for listening and thank you all for interacting all this time and um, doing all this so yeah, it's been a great year an exciting one i'm sure you've heard me rant enough but but either way just again once once more thank you for listening and you know thank you for following along because it's been a long year <laughs> awesome fantastic kenny well thank you and thank you all to our fans from all turns no breaks i want you to continue to hit us up on our social media across the board that's at turns no breaks again that's across the board at turns no breaks once again i want to thank kenny i want to thank tam for also bringing me on board years ago to try to you know extend this podcast beyond what it used to be with another guy i'm going to shout out to daryl wright when we were doing his podcast called The Right Turn, which is where All Turns No Breaks kind of stemmed off from. So I want to personally thank Daryl Wright for even getting me into this entire work. Thank you, sir. Louis Frank, thank you so much for your insight. And hopefully, maybe sometime next year, if we do end up continuing this podcast, I'd like to get Daryl Wright, Louis Frank, and even Tam back on the show for a nice little cameo. That would be really nice. Either way it goes, enjoy your Enjoy your 
enjoy your holidays. Enjoy the off season. Enjoy Thanksgiving. Enjoy Christmas, and have a wonderful and safe New Year's. Thank you, each and every. Thanks. Thank you to each and every one of you. I certainly appreciate it from the bottom of my heart for myself and for Front Row Kenny. We want to thank you and we want to bid you a good off season and a wonderful holiday season. Thank you and we will see you on another episode of All Turns and No Breaks. See y'all. Happy off season and stay hydrated, of course. (laughs) Thanks so much for tuning in. 